This is Briar Klopp, and I'm a sales agronomist for CHS Ag Services in Greenbush, Minnesota. And we're pleased to bring you this update from the Red River Farm Network. CHS Ag Services, providing solutions for your success. Farm news on the Red River Farm Network. I'm Don Wick with Randy Conan in studio. We'll have reports from Tyler Donaldson and an update from the American Farm Bureau Federation Convention with Whitney Pittman. There is snow on the ground in March of northeastern North Dakota and northwestern Minnesota at this hour. Patchy freezing drizzle is a possibility for those traveling in southeastern North Dakota and off into Lakes region. Warmer weather is on the way. 20s commonplace today, 30s expected tomorrow. The Climate Prediction Center's 6 to 10 day and 8 to 14 day forecasts call for above normal temperatures for the Minnesota and Dakotas area. The American Farm Bureau Federation's annual convention underway. Red River Farm Network farm broadcaster Whitney Pittman has more from Salt Lake City, Utah. AFBF Vice President and South Dakota President uh, Scott Vanderwall here. Tell us uh, what you're excited about here at AFBF annual convention in Salt Lake. President Duval gave an update on everything that's going on in the Farm Bureau and the, the issues that we're dealing with, both good and bad. And also an announcement that uh, we're really diving into uh, mental health and wellness and forming some partnerships with uh, other groups that are going to provide uh, uh, free services, actually, for people that need it. First of all, through an online uh, resource, but also if they need more care beyond that uh, or more counseling, that's going to be available free as well. So we think that's a tremendous thing because farming is so stressful. And there's, there's just innumerable stories over the last years of how people have not been able to handle it and bad things happen. And we don't want anybody to, to hurt themselves or, or end their lives. Talking about other issues and, and whatnot that will be brought up here at this annual convention, what are some of the, the big ticket items? Of course, Farm Bill, I'm sure, is high on that list. Yeah, Farm Bill is high. Uh, our our policy's all there on that, of course. And we're just hoping Congress gets to it here after the first of the year. It's, it's starting to look like there's enough fights that are going to happen, like over the budget, which isn't done yet, uh, that it may de- de- delay it. And we certainly don't want to see that. We don't want to get later into the year in a presidential election and not have a farm bill done. Uh, they could extend it again, but that's not optimal because we've, we've got a lot of things that are different going on since the 2018 farm bill was put in place. Then the other thing is labor. Um, that's, that's been the hot-button issue for our members and our, our state presidents. They're hearing from their members every day, people that hire H-2A workers especially. The new methodology that they're using for um, the, the adverse wage uh, rate um, is, is going to be a huge financial burden on a lot of uh, operations that hire H-2A workers. And so we're working on that as, as well as updating some other things. And uh, South Dakota issues, what are you excited to, to talk about from, from your state specifically here? Well, uh, as far as national issues, not so much, really. Um, you know, labor is getting to be a bigger thing in South Dakota. We've got some big dairies that have either expanded or moved in. So that is something that really interests us. Uh, otherwise, on the state level, it's all CO2 pipeline. And that's a very controversial thing. It's, it's going to be uh, how do we separate the, the climate change agenda from economic opportunities for agriculture? And that's really what it's got to be about. And then, of course, eminent domain and property rights comes in, and we're, we're all very cautious about uh, uh, protecting those. Coverage from the American Farm Bureau 105th Annual Convention is brought to you by Ag Country Farm Credit Services, South Dakota Farm Bureau, NDFB, and the Minnesota Farm Bureau. Reporting from Salt Lake City, I'm Whitney Pittman on the Red River Farm Network.
Minnesota Farm Bureau Federation President Dan Glessing says uh, two Minnesota grassroots policy issues are going to be heard during the delegate session at this year's Farm Bureau Convention. So we did have some things that made it through. Um, the ones, there, there were two, kind of in regards to rural emergency services and how do we reclassify that so that insurance will pay a little bit higher rate uh, on so that those, those rural volunteer departments aren't, aren't tasked with trying to fundraise quite as much. Obviously, uh, I think every fire department I know of does a spaghetti feed or something, pancake breakfast. But um, So a little bit higher reimbursement rate, so that's one of ours. Global shipping rates are soaring due to the trade disruptions on the Red Sea. The average cost for a shipping 40-foot container rose 23% for the week ending January 13th. That's more than double the cost of shipping over the past month. Spot rates to ship a container from the West Coast to China are up nearly 40%. For more information from the Red River Farm Network, you can visit Facebook and X. You can also find stories, podcasts, and more at rrfn.com. This is the Red River Farm Network. Farm News on the Red River Farm Network. North Dakota Farm Bureau member and Grand Forks farmer Nathan Schlieff serves on the American Farm Bureau Promotion and Education Committee. He says his involvement on the national level is a way to bring new ideas home. I have learned a lot from the other states that I'm on the committee with about having events that involve the consumer. If, it, if it's working with the county fair or having a day set up where, where you bring uh, people in to understand where their food choices come from, what commodities are raised within their local area, we, we, we talk amongst each other and share those ideas. And our main point is to create a resource base that all state farm bureaus can go back to and say rather than reinventing the wheel, we can go to those resources and recreate those same successful events in our own state and our own county. Chief also hopes to connect different types of producers within the state. So one of the things I've looked at in North Dakota is having an event where we take farmers from one side of the state that are primarily more row crop farmers and take them over to ranches in the western side of the state. So it's a way that we're taking our own membership and helping them better understand all the different aspects of agriculture within our state. So when we talk about policy, we have a better understanding of where everybody stands. Minnesota Agriculture Commissioner Tom Peterson leading a trade delegation to Morocco. The six-day trade mission began over the weekend and included representatives from six different farm groups. Minnesota exported $13.5 million in agricultural products to Morocco in 2022. As of January 1, the number of cattle and calves in feedlots totaled 11.9 million head. That's 2% higher than during January of last year. Placements are down 4% from one year ago. Marketing's down 1%. Agriculture Secretary Tom Vilsack has announced a pilot program to determine carcass quality grades on a remote basis. With this program, small and medium-sized meat processors can take a photo of the carcass and receive a grade from USDA remotely. Right now, about 90% of graded beef in this country is done in large packing houses. We'd like to change that percentage because that gives producers and that small processing expanded opportunity. The North Harvest Bean Growers Association and North Central Bean Dealers Association are seeing success with their new Midwest Dry Bean Coalition. Here's North Harvest President Eric Jorgensen. It was formed to try to, you know, generate 
more or less sell more beans around uh, or all over the United States and, and I guess outside that too. So, and and it's been it's been encouraging. Jorgensen cites a recent USDA Section 32 food assistance purchase. We hope that we can get more sales like that. That's been that that's a big help anytime we have, especially when we have surplus of dry beans. Farm Bureau announced over the weekend the creation of a new mental health resource for farmers called Together All. Red River Farm Network farm broadcaster Tyler Donaldson has more. Farmers and their families can face some unique challenges when it comes to mental health. According to American Farm Bureau Federation Managing Director of Member Engagement, Jessica Cabrera, Together All is a resource intended to provide anonymous assistance to farmers that face such challenges. Together All is a safe, anonymous, online peer-to-peer -peer community. It is accessible 24-7 and it is moderated around the clock by licensed clinicians. Farmers and their family members who are age 16 or older can simply set up a profile that assigns an anonymous username. Then they can access a global network of peers who can listen to them and support them. Together All is a collaborative effort resulting from the work of many organizations. So this resource is being launched by the Farm Family Wellness Alliance. The Alliance is a coalition of organizations that include Farm Foundation, American Farm Bureau Federation, Farm Credit, CoBank, Iowa Farm Bureau, DHS, Land O'Lakes, National Farmers Union, 4-H, FFA, Agriculture Future of America, Together All, and Personal Assistance Services. More information about Together All can be found at farmstateofmind.org. For the Red River Farm Network, I'm Tyler Donaldson. Minnesota Corn Growers Association naming Combest Cell and Associate Senior Counsel Jeff Harrison with this year's Friend of Agriculture Award. That during their annual meeting this past week, the Golden Kernel Award was, pre was presented to New Alm farmer and corn grower advocate Tim Weibel. Immediate past president Richard Severson was presented with the Gavel Award. You're listening to the Red River Farm Network. Welcome to Inside Agriculture on the Red River Farm Network. Minnesota Farm Bureau was awarded the New Horizon Award for the second consecutive year at the American Farm Bureau Convention. This award recognizes innovative new programs. The organization was recognized for its Ag Day Gala. Minnesota Farm Bureau Foundation Director Ruth Merrick says this event celebrates the diverse agriculture found in the state. The Ag Day Gala is an event that really works to recognize the traditions, the history, and the future of agriculture in Minnesota. It's a day where individuals come together to celebrate what we do as farmers and ranchers and those who bring it to the table, whether it be the processor, the, the gardener, the farmer, the, the farmer's market, the grocery store, um, bringing us all together to celebrate one night every year of what we do. Merrick says it's an honor to be involved in organizing this event. It's just a really great way to promote the products that we have from our great state. And we have a lot of egg businesses and, and companies that bring food to people's table around um, the world every single day. And to be uh, a part of the person who helps to design and put pull this together with a lot of help um, is just to be recognized for those efforts. It's amazing. This year's Ag Day Gala will be held on National Agriculture Day, March 19th at the Minnesota State Fairgrounds. Dry edible beans are being described as a perfect food. 
consultant Chelsea Dittinger, who founded the A Legume a Day educational platform, cites the availability of protein. Animal proteins are an excellent source of protein, but it's great when you can also have fiber included. So beans are one of the best natural sources of fiber. So not only are you getting protein, but you're also getting fiber at the same time. And that can help keep you nice and satiated, nice and full, help with just a lot of different aspects of health. As a plant-based food, dry beans are seen as a trendy food option. Another trend that is coming out, it's predicted for this year, is sustainability, but specifically on water conservation. And beans are, they have a low water footprint, so they just fit a lot of these trends that consumers are looking for. Senate Finance Committee Chair Ron Wyden and House Ways and Means Committee Chair Jason Smith have introduced tax reform legislation This bill increases the refundable amount in the child tax credit. It also changes the write-offs for research and development to allow for immediate expensing and restores interest deductions. The language includes the availability of a 100% bonus depreciation for certain assets and increases the amount that can be expensed under the Section 179 deduction. In markets, Minneapolis wheat March unchanged at 695 and a half. Chicago wheat March down five and three quarters. Hard red winter wheat down six and a quarter. We're down a fraction, three quarters of a cent for March corn, 444 and three quarters. March soybeans, 1210 and a quarter. That's down by three cents. On the farm calendar, the annual uh, NDSU Crop Insurance Conference will be held tomorrow. That's going on in Fargo with an 8 o'clock start with registration. Also going on tomorrow, the Northern Pulse Growers Association annual convention. That's in Minot. Speakers include Dr. Joe Outlaw from Texas A&M and Jake Shapiro, uh, the geopolitical specialist. Again, that's ahead of the KMOT Ag Expo going on this week as well in Minot, North Dakota. Have yourself a great Monday, a great week. This is the Red River Farm Network.